Dr. Balagay here. This podcast is on hyperleukocytosis and leukostasis. It's from an outstanding chapter titled Emergencies in Hematology and Oncology from Balagay's textbook of internal medicine available at www.mastermedfacts.com. This chapter is authored by Dr. Eric Engelman, MD, consultant hematologist oncologist in Dubuque, Iowa, and Dr. Thor. Haftenerson, MD, who is Professor of Oncology at Mayo Clinic, Rochester, Minnesota. Hyperleukocytosis and leukostasis. Definition, extreme elevation of white blood cells is hyperleukocytosis and usually immature precursor cells such as myeloblasts and lymphoblasts resulting in impaired capillary blood flow and tissue ischemia, which is leukostasis. Pathophysiology. In extreme leukocytosis, that's a white blood cell count greater than 50 to 100 into 10 to power 9 per liter, the sheer number of circulating WBCs may result in leukostasis. More importantly, however, are other factors intrinsic to white blood cell count, such as the exact nature of the circulating cells, blasts are more likely to result in leukostasis than more mature white blood cells, possibly secondary to adhesion molecules expressed on the cell surface, cell deformability and cell size. The leukostasis may result in irreversible ischemia and tissue damage. Principal causes, the acute leukemias, either acute lymphoblastic leukemia, ALL, or acute myelogenous leukemia, AML, are much more likely to result in leukostasis than chronic leukemias. Patients with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, CLL, frequently have a WBC count in excess of 300 into 10 to power 9 per liter without any leukostasis. Chronic myelogenous leukemia, CML, rarely manifests in leukostasis. Extreme elevation of red blood cells and platelets can also cause symptomatic hyperviscosity and may be seen in polycythemia vera and essential thrombocythemia respectively. Keys to history As seen with paraproteinemic hyperviscosity, the symptoms of hyperleukocytosis may be nonspecific. Visual symptoms and symptoms from central nervous system predominate. Unlike paraproteinemic hyperviscosity, Pulmonary symptoms are common. Patients may have dyspnea and hypoxia. Priapism and limb or bowel ischemia may occur. Physical examination, there are no reliable findings. Papilledema with retinal hemorrhages is frequently seen. Patient may present with tachypnea and hypoxia and fever is seen in the majority. Helpful diagnostic tests. Patients with suspicious symptoms and severe leukocytosis should be assumed to have leukostasis until proven otherwise. The diagnostic test of choice is a complete blood count with examination of the peripheral blood smear where the presence of blast cells is the most important. Differential diagnosis. Paraproteinemic hyperviscosity may present in a similar fashion. 
patients with chronic leukemia and a concurrent infection or exacerbation of either an underlying pulmonary disease or heart failure may present with symptoms resembling leukostasis and it is important to keep in mind that CLL and CML rarely cause leukostasis. Complications Untreated and symptomatic leukostasis is usually fatal. Natural history and prognosis Untreated leukocytosis and leukostasis carry a very high early mortality. Treatment Emergent therapy is needed for most symptomatic patients. The initial treatment is usually leukophoresis to promptly reduce the number of circulating blasts. The initial goal of therapy is a reduction of the white blood cell count to less than 50 into 10 to the power 9 per liter. Unless a decision is made to employ comfort care only, all patients will need chemotherapy. Large doses of hydroxyurea are commonly used until more definitive induction chemotherapy can be initiated. All patients with hyperleukocytosis and or leukostasis should be considered at high risk of tumor lysis and treated accordingly. Red cell transfusions should be avoided if at all possible until the WBC count has been reduced to a safer level as transfusions may worsen the leukostasis and result in adverse outcome. When to refer? All patients should be referred to a hematologist at a facility capable of performing urgent leukophoresis. Multiple choice question. A 32-year-old female presents to the emergency room with a 4-5 to five day history of easy bruising and shortness of breath. Over the last 1-2 to two days, she has noticed blurry vision and nosebleeds. On examination, she appears to be tired and has extensive lower extremity bruises and petechial rash. She is febrile with a temperature of 38.6 degrees centigrade and a chest x-ray reveals diffuse bilateral pulmonary infiltrates. A complete blood count, a CBC, reveals a markedly elevated white blood cell count, severe thrombocytopenia, counts less than 7,000, and a hemoglobin of 7.2 grams per deciliter. She is suspected of having hyperleukocytosis and leukostasis. Which of the following would be the most likely to result in this presentation? A. Acute lymphoblastic leukemia with a peripheral lymphoblast count of 70 into 10 to the power 9 per liter. Acute myeloid leukemia with a peripheral blood myeloblast count of 100 into 10 to the power 9 per liter. Chronic lymphocytic leukemia with an absolute lymphocyte count of 320 into 10 to the power 9 per liter. Chronic myeloid leukemia with a leukocyte count of 180 into 10 to the power 9 per liter. And E. Acute promyelocytic leukemia with a leukocyte count of 45 into 10 to the power 9 liter. And the answer is 8B, which is acute myeloid leukemia with a peripheral blood myeloblast count 
of 100 into 10 to the power 9 per liter. Hyperleukocytosis is commonly defined as the total leukocyte count greater than 50 into 10 to the power 9 per liter. Acute myeloid leukemia is most likely leukemia to result in hyperviscosity for, from leukostasis. Patients with chronic myelogenous leukemia and chronic lymphocytic leukemia can have extremely elevated white blood cell counts without manifestations of leukostasis. Hyperleukocytosis is associated with substantial morbidity and mortality and should be treated promptly. Leukophoresis effectively reduces the number of circulating leukemia cells and relieves symptoms. Induction therapy is the definitive treatment with high doses of hydroxyurea can transiently reduce the white blood cell counts until more definitive therapy can be initiated. This podcast is derived from an outstanding chapter titled Emergency in Hematology and Oncology from Baliga's Textbook of Internal Medicine available at www.mastermedfacts.com. The chapter is authored by Dr. Eric Engelman, MD, who is a consultant hematologist oncologist in Dubuque, Iowa, and Dr. Thor Haftenerson, MD, who is professor of oncology at Mayo Clinic, Rochester, Minnesota.